Welcome to Spark. I'm Angela Wagner. And I'm Kian Hervey. And together we're here as your hosts for a mix of happy hour style venting and results-based coaching. Spark is a judgment-free space where we'll chat about both the brilliant bits of life as well as the bits that are a little more sucky. With lightness, laughter, and the belief that there's no such thing as oversharing, we'll guide you in finding clear paths out of murky messes and toward discovering inspiration in everyday moments. This week, we have a very special guest, Keon Hervey, the publisher and editor of 40 Magazine. She will share how to use your job to support your passion and how to be happier at work. Ah, I love this. So excited to have yeah, you. Thanks. Thanks. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So I'll give you guys a little information about our amazing guest. As I said, she's the publisher and editor of 40 Magazine, which is a digital resource for recent grads and young professionals. The magazine covers professional life on and off the clock. And she also works at Southwest Airlines as a publications analyst. Yes. Most loved company in the world. I was going to say, if you live in Dallas, especially, like you win serious points for that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's such a fun ride being at, at such a respected company and then getting to share with other people what I've learned from working there to kind of help them build their careers through the magazine. So it's nice that I'm actually living and working what I'm talking about. So I really love being at Southwest and I love 40, which is all about the 40 hour work week. So it just is such a fun ride so far. That's awesome. So why don't you give the listeners a little bit more information about 40 and you'd kind of call that like your side hustle, right? It's your Yeah, exactly. My side passion. So 40, I started it after I graduated from college. And I just really was not in the place that I thought I would be. Of course, coming out of college, I went to Southern Methodist University, SMU, another big name in Dallas. And oh, so yeah, my husband went there. <laughs> yeah, pony up. It's such a great school. You know, you coming from SMU, you think you're going to be in this great manager position right away. And you're just going to have an awesome career. And then it's a little bit of a reality check to remind yourself that nope, you are competing with thousands of other college students, you really have to make yourself valuable to the company, you're replaceable at the end of the day. And so really, I just started writing about what I was learning on the job. And I needed a way to kind of put that out there. And the magazine just seemed to be such the right way to go. So engaging, I think about the way, you know, everybody waits to see who's on the cover of the next issue of Vogue or Glamour or Essence Ebony or some of my favorites. And I wanted to make careers and jobs equally exciting. I don't think people really get excited when they talk about their job, but I really (laughs) wanted to make it something that was more engaging and something that was fun. So 40 came about just right after I graduated from college. And still growing. This is the second year of me owning it by myself. So it's really been such a journey as a solopreneur, as they call it these days. So It's awesome. It's- and it really is. You guys need to go visit her website. It's beautiful and informative and fun and just has, a, I mean, so many great resources. And it's 40magazine.com, right? Correct. Yeah, 40magazine.com. And then all our social handles is the number four zero and then magazine just to make it a bit easier for everybody to find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Google+, LinkedIn, everything you can possibly (laughs) imagine. 40 is out there for you because we really want to reach our audience. That's awesome. So we're going to post all the links for all of this good stuff and some pictures and all kinds of fun stuff on the show notes. So this will be episode 27. So go to AngelaWagnerCoaching.com and we'll have all of her good info up there. But I love this. Thank you for being with us. Yeah. Nicole and I obviously love our jobs. And so 
A lot of my clients I coach on work and I actually coach a lot of women on changing their careers because a lot Mm -hmm. of people just, you know, want to work in a different environment and want to find that passion. So it's really awesome to have you on and give us some information, not only on maybe doing that, but also on enjoying your daily job, because maybe it isn't something that's like, you know, your life's work, but you can still really enjoy the everyday. You definitely can. And it's just all up to a mindset. I think that's and that's something you coach every day in yoga classes. So it's just mindset and being mindful of what you're doing. And that really can make it a more enjoyable experience no matter where you are. Yeah, that's a, it isn't everything mindset. <laughs> it is. It is. It really is. Okay, so we're going to start with our sucky moment of the week. Mm. and <laughs> The favorite part. <laughs> I know. It's so fun. Yeah. So okay, give us your sucky rating. Okay, my sucky rating is going to be a three. Seriously? Okay, and give it to us. What, what do you got okay. this week? Here's our sucky scale, one being kind of sucky, five being super sucky, one, two, three, seriously, four, five. So I am moving in August, which is always so fun and so exciting. And so it's just, this is my first time actually like having to get rid of stuff. I've always kind of moved into a new place and just buy new things, new, new, new and acquire more. But this is the first time where I'm like, let's declutter. I need to get rid of this stuff. And so I've been trying to sell things online and it just amazes me. Just people are so interesting and so cheap. And it just it sucks trying to sell (laughs) and get rid of this furniture that I'm like, I paid really high top dollar, I'm offering this at a significant discount. And you want to lowball me with, you know, $50 for something I paid 400. I'm like, "Mm, nope. So it sucks that I might end up keeping this furniture and then having to pay movers. And uh, it's just one of those. But it's fine. I know after August, it'll all be calm and I'll be fine. And it's okay. It was just a little, it got me one day, I had like five messages. And I was just like, this is this sucks. I'm tired of selling this crap. Like, I just want to keep it and be done. Oh my gosh. Yes, that can be exhausting, especially when you get people that flake on you. Mm, yeah, that's another thing. And then trying to coordinate pickup times like, well, I'm not going to deliver it. Can you come here? And I'm like, I'm not driving across this whole city. So it's just, oh, just annoying. Yeah, no, I can relate to that one big time. Okay, so yeah. what's your inspired action? Yeah, so I really, I'm so grateful. I love all my coworkers and I was complaining about this. And one of my coworkers mentioned this thrift store that she donates all her furniture to. I and mean, it's actually like a nonprofit. So I'm starting to look into just giving it away. And that makes me feel so much better about I won't have to deal with that. And then I can actually know it's going a good place. So it's like helps um, people who are moving out of homelessness and rehabilitation. And it kind of gives them furniture to kind of start their lives over. So yeah, so I've been like really trying to figure out, you know, the right one to give to and I was like, that's a great idea. And it would make me feel so much better about it. So that's my inspired action is to look to give instead of gaining money because the money's not I'm not going to get that back. So this really makes me feel more inspired, especially about the choice I'm making and help somebody else out. So that was my inspired action is just find another way to get rid of it. And donating seems like the right way to go. And then you know, it's going to someone that can really use it. 
Yeah, exactly. Instead of just somebody who's just buying more junk to resell. And I mean, I have this fear of like flipping, I'm going to see my furniture piece like sold at a flea market for $700. or something <laughs> like that. So that's my other fear. I was like, let me see a show. You know, I've watched way too much HGTV. And I just know somebody's going to be selling my couch when it's reupholstered and making thousands of dollars off of my little quick, I just wanted to get rid of it sale. Well, that's like how they, I know. But then it, sometimes you just have to get rid of it to get it off yeah, your mind and just exactly. move forward. Donating, I'm really excited to do that and find a local nonprofit to support. And you get a tax write-off, so you get something mm-hmm. back. And win win. Yeah, it's much more immediate, I found, because I do a lot of online sales with like Facebook groups and stuff, especially with a lot of my kiddo stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I hit a point where I'm in the same boat and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to give this. And I try to find a charity or a person I know that can really use it. Cause I'm like, there's a point where the selling is so exhausting. Right. And it just, you have to get rid of it. So just give it to a good cause. Yeah. So are you moving into your own place or what's the scoop? Yeah. So the scoop, I'm moving to hang out with my mom. I'm so excited to hang out with her in Carrollton. I lived with her right after I graduated from college and then did the adulting thing. And now, you know, just kind of like, ah, it's cool. Let me go hang out with my mom some more. <laughs> I love my mom. She's so awesome and hilarious in her older age, which I'm not going to share this link with her now that I'm talking about her like this. <laughs> yeah, she's such a hilarious woman. So I'm excited to hang out with her. But she's got a nice house in Carrollton where she's like, don't bring any of your crap. So oh, I see. So yeah. work for standards. So I got to get rid of everything. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, why don't we move on to our segment, which I guess we're calling happier at work, which I love. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So why don't you give us some insight? Yeah. So a lot of people tend to think that I only like my job because I work at Southwest Airlines. And yes, it is a great company to work for. We have deck parties every Monday, which is like happy hour and just music. And it's always a good time. And there's free food every week, it feels like. And it's really a great company to work for. But I work on the regulatory side. So I work specifically on required for flight documentation, which if you're listening to those long words, you're probably like, that sounds boring. So, And it can be. Um, I started off as a technical writer. Then I became a publications coordinator, publication specialist, and now I'm a publications analyst. So what I do is I really look at whether our employees are looking at the communication we send out to them and specifically the required for flight information. And it's numbers, you know, it's numbers, it's processes, it's data entry, it's stuff that's not really engaging if you're not into it, but I'm into it. So it really has turned into something that I enjoy. But it's just seeing it that way. Because when I started off at Southwest, again, I started off as an intern, even technical writer intern, and then a coordinator. When I was in my coordinator role, I had to really look at my job in a completely different way. So that's kind of my first tip for being happier at work is just look at your job as something more than a job. And I always make this distinction. The difference between a job and a career is a career, it gives back to you just as much as you give to it. And a job, the only thing you're really getting out of that is a paycheck, which is that's great if that's what you need. Everybody needs a paycheck. But There's no growth. There's no development. There's no challenge in that. And that's, you know, people really want to avoid finding a job and just settling for a job. You really want to find a career or somewhere where you can have a stepping stone and get you to the right place that you really want to go. What if you're in a job that you think 
isn't your career. Is there what yeah, are the tips kind for of transitioning? Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. And also just like how to make the everyday easier um, to deal with. Yeah. Inspirational, I guess, because yeah, I think it always goes back again to mindset. So I started off as a coordinator and what I was doing was really serving my department. So I started to look at it as like a service functionality. And so I think just having a servant mindset and then that just really shows you have the potential to be a servant leader. So no matter where you are, just having a servant mindset, which sounds really crazy, but it's so admired in the professional world because everybody's kind of thinking about themselves. But when you start thinking about others first, like, hey, this person was really nice to me. Let me see if I can help them with something that can really kind of turn what you're tasked with into something more. So just looking for ways to serve others and maybe not just your boss, but maybe your coworker that can kind of help you feel more fulfilled in your everyday. So that way you're not just loaded with tasks that aren't really engaging or you're passionate about. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's so key, especially when we're building a career. And I mean, even now I've had my studio for 13 years and I obviously have people to like work the desk and clean the studio and all that stuff. But when I go in, I mean, I'll grab the broom and I'm sweeping up the floor and I'm lighting incense and I'm like, I feel grateful that I get to do that because I'm like, I'm helping out the whole. And I think that's so important when we can think about how are we, like you said, helping others. And it's not necessarily about being at any certain level, but it's like, we're all in this together. Mm-hmm. Mindset, mindset, mindset. Yeah. And also, I was funny when you were saying that I was thinking back to when I was in college, and I was in a temp job, and I worked for I think it was Iron Mountain. They do like stories. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen them. Yeah. Well, I don't know what they do now. It's probably a lot more digital. But at the time, (laughs) they did a ton of like file storage and all that stuff. And so they had me doing these crazy filing projects. And then they put me in the warehouse. They realized that I could type fast. And Mm so I'd be on the 10 key. And I would just have to type in numbers. And what I was typing was like, where the worker, like the guys that were putting the boxes up into the storage unit, like where they where they to put, put them. Stuff. Yeah. Oh, wow. And it was so easy because it was just 10 key. It was just the numbers. I was just like, do, 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 do. <laughs> they literally like came up to me and they were like, oh, my blown gosh. away. Yes, yeah. They're like, you are the fastest person. You are so far ahead of us. They said they used to have someone in there that was so slow that they would <gasps> have to wait to move the box for her to enter oh. in the number. <laughs> She's slowing down. Everything. I know. No, and I was like, are you kidding? Us. You're moving physical boxes. I'm just pressing keys. But it was really cool because then we got this awesome connection. They thought like I was the bee's knees. I just thought what they were doing is inspiring them in their, you know, huge boxes. boxes yeah. And it was a really fun job. And obviously it wasn't anything I was going to do for the rest of my life, but it was important, you know? Right. At the time. Yeah. And it's just all about thinking in the grand scheme of time. Like, is it really bad to devote yourself to a job for a year or, you know, to two years? Like, that's not a bad thing. Like the amount of people you can meet, the amount of connections you can make. That's always another good thing about even if you're looking at your job, like I don't like it, you have access to connections nobody else has. So if you can't find service as a good way to kind of make your daily interactions more engaging, just start networking, start connecting, start making phone calls to other departments, because you never know where people are going to be in five, 10 years, like somebody in your department or where you are could be the next Mark Zuckerberg if we really want to go crazy, but it's possible. So just making connections on the job is another great way to just kind of get plugged in. Yes. And that that is so true that you just don't know where people are going to be. And people hire on who they know more than anything, right? So it's like, that's the other thing is if you show in a job that's kind of like what you consider maybe menial or not that important, 
and or even just entry level and then you work your butt off and you show passion and excitement and you're someone that everyone wants to work with that just talks about your character and who you are as a person and then later on people want that type of person around them you know right yeah exactly awesome yeah and the other thing i guess would be like career builder so and this one again going to the southwest experience we hire so many of our positions internally so like people don't even really get the opportunity to kind of um, come in and kind of revamp everything. We value people who have been flight attendants, who have been ramp agents, who have been out in the operation to give us that frontline and insider scoop. So even if you don't see yourself there maybe 10 years or in management or everything like that, you really are gaining some insight that will be valuable to somebody somewhere. So don't think that just your menial experience isn't helpful. Like somebody like a director executive has no clue what you do or contribute. They really do want to know, though. And you can provide that in a very strategic way if you just give it time and just kind of enjoy that process. So many people want to rush the process. But being a part of the process is such a blessing in disguise if you really just look at it that way. Yeah, I think, too, one of the things I learned at a early age when I was managing people was changing things from I have to to I get to. So it's right, like, yeah. I get to go to work every day. I get to do whatever task it is. I get to sweep the floors at the studio because I'm creating a beautiful, clean space for people that I care about, you know? Right. Yeah. You really just have to look at it completely differently. So if you're stuck in a job and you don't really like it, just think of it as an act of service and what I get to do instead of what I have to do. And then instant connections, so many connections you can make. And then finally, just that frontline experience that you can offer and share somebody. So even you can tell the next person like, hey, don't take this job because it sucks. But you have that experience. (laughs) And you can share that. So just using your experience as motivation as well. Awesome. Those are great tips. Yeah. Okay, so moving on to using your job to support your passion. Yeah. So this is a totally, again, we're thinking about that person who's like, oh, I hate my job. I want to quit. I'm going to move to something else. There's so many benefits to being where you are and enjoying what you have available at your fingertips, especially if you work for, there are so many Fortune 500 companies here in Dallas and just even around the world. Any company will have resources available to you. So you can look at your job as a way to support Obviously, directly your family. So I know, Angela, you and I love your little stories about baby and parenting. It's so cute. Um, but like use it to support your family and your friends. So if you are passionate about travel, you're passionate about your hobbies, whether that's yoga or restaurants, eating in Dallas is expensive, just anything like that. It's all part of this bigger picture that you can just think about those things. And it'll make maybe dealing with the day to day more tolerable. And I really use my job to kind of support my entrepreneurship endeavors. So I started 40 again when I was working, but I was working with so many young professionals that I had all these people to kind of write for 40. So that way I wasn't writing all the content myself. I had all these different people to kind of tap and be like, hey, can you share your story in my magazine? Hey, would you mind talking about this? I saw you recently did this and all that kind of stuff. So it was really a good way for me to support what I was doing outside of the office just by being in the office physically and sharing with people, hey, this is what I do outside of work. If you're interested in it, just let me know and we can kind of talk outside of work. 
So yeah, it's just been such a great way to support no matter what job you have, if you can use it to support your family, your friends, your hobbies, your travel, recreation activities, and then just entrepreneurship, that check can be so much more than just paying your bills if you manage it correctly. Yeah. So where are you looking to take 40? I really see 40 being a part of the college experience. So like every senior, every college campus, being exposed to 40 and having 40 available to them as soon as they start their job. So that way they don't feel like they're alone. I know so many people start working in these companies and they feel by themselves. So that way they don't have to, you know, feel like, oh, there's nobody here to help me with my first meeting. There's nobody here to help me with my first conference. There's nobody here to help me for my first happy hour with coworkers. You go through so many firsts when you start working. And it's really nice that 40 could be there if you know about it and if you go to it and if you use it the way it's supposed to be used. So that's really where I see 40 going is just being a part of people's everyday work experiences, especially those who are recent grads and young professionals who are maybe just now moving into corporate roles or just moving into a new job, a new company overall. Yeah, that's so great because it can be, I remember it being really scary and kind of lonely coming out of college. It's the first time you don't really have a path written out for you. And I coach a lot of like people in their young 20s that, and I was the same way. I actually got depressed and just because I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life and I didn't like the job I was in. Mm -hmm. And I sort of had this feeling like I'm stuck here forever. And I think that's really common. So I think it's awesome for you to have this awesome resource and space where people can connect and learn from each other. Yeah. And I mean, we do in-person events as well. So you really don't feel alone and you don't feel like I'm just liking a picture on Instagram. We try to do like in-person networking events. So that way, you know, maybe there's a job you've never heard of before. So like diversity and inclusion, digital marketing, social media management, these were all jobs that didn't exist five, 10 years ago. So maybe your career is out there. You just haven't heard of it yet. So we like to do in-person events where you can maybe meet somebody who is doing the career you really want and you can get plugged in with them and see how they got there. I mean, sort of demystify that whole journey between I don't really know what I'm doing or if this is what I want to do and get to where you want to go. Do you have any events coming up? Yeah, we do. August 10th here in Dallas, Yoga Sports Studio. <laughs> so we're really excited for that event. It's going to be Shape Up, Wind Down. 630 to 830 p.m. Again, we'll put all that stuff in the show notes. So it's really going to be a fun event, I think. Yeah. So we'll tell you guys more. Would you want to give them a little bit of the premise? Yeah. So this is really, I am such a huge believer in you cannot have a long and healthy career if you're not taking care of yourself. So really corporate wellness is such a big topic now. And I really wanted to find a way to get people that are young engaged around that topic and taking care of their body and taking care of their mental health. So this is going to be 40 minutes. 40 is our favorite number. So 40 <laughs> minutes of yoga, mindful exercise, and then 40 minutes of wine because happy hour after work is always a good move. So I totally agree. <laughs> I'm excited for all those things to be taking place. So it's really going to be a good time. And our first corporate wellness event. So I'm really excited to kind of invite everybody on this health and mindful journey that I'm also going on as a young professional. So it's really going to be a good time. Yeah, I'm super pumped to do that with you. So we'll put that in the show notes. And we'll also put that on the Yoga Sport Dallas website. So if you're in Dallas, August 10th, we'll sign books that we don't have. <laughs> print it out for us. Yeah, I'll, pr I'll print out something and then sign it. Okay, cool. So why don't you give our listeners a try this tip? 
Yeah. Um, so try this tip I have, and I got this from my mentor through Big Brothers Big Sisters, and I had to share with my mentee who she's a freshman in high school, you know, where do you see yourself in 10 years? And it's always very clear in college, you know, it's a nice little answer. <laughs> right. But I had to do it too. So I was sitting there trying to explain to this freshman high schooler where I see myself 10 years, I'm not going to give my age away, but 10 years from now. And that was hard for me. It was really a big personal challenge. Because I think we get so caught up in I can't even focus on, you know, what's happening six months from now, I can't focus on you know, what's happening five years from now, but really, really try to see where you see yourself in 10 years. And that will give you so much clarity on whether what you're doing right now will help you get there. So if you just think 10 years from now, count it down, what do you need to be doing right now that will help you get there to that end point to that end goal. And that'll just give you so much clarity on what you should be doing now and where you need to go next. Awesome. So what's your goal? Yeah, mine, I really love working at Southwest. I really just want to keep rising up the corporate ladder. And I really want to be in a position to hire and empower so many more minorities in corporate America. I know there's so many conversations about women at work and just um, black women at work, especially, but just women and people of diverse backgrounds in corporate, I really want to be in a position to kind of educate companies on how to engage those audiences and just give them the opportunity to get their foot in the door because it is more of who you know than what you know. So really just want to be in a position to hire and empower more people in corporate. Can you give the listeners any ideas if they... So a lot of times when we ask that question, or at least when I ask that question, people are like, I don't know where I want to be in 10 years. (laughs) Yeah. So I would say break it down into categories. So where do you see yourself physically? Like, are you even in the same city? Are you in the same state? You know, what type of people are you surrounded by? Are they entrepreneurs? Are they people in suits? Are they people outside? Like just what type of people do you see yourself surrounded by? And where do you see yourself? So that's the first thing. And then just the basic who, what, when, where, why. So like where you see yourself when is obviously 10 years. It's like, what are you doing? Are you working from home? Are you commuting very far every day? Like what does your daily life look like? And then just how does that make you feel? Like, how do you want to feel, I think is another important thing. And that'll really help you start to think about what does that 10 year goal look like? Yes. How do you want to feel? That's a great question. Yeah. That can help you with so many of those other questions, I think. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, if you guys have any questions for us or for Kian, I can send them to her as well. So send them to podcast at AngelaWagnerCoaching.com. And we'll also, do you want to put your email? In yeah, sure. Yeah, I'll put it in the show notes. Okay. And then you can just ask, you guys know you can ask us about habit change, time management, exercise, organizing, simply being inspired. And if you have any questions related to job, we now have an official yeah. expert. It's <laughs> yeah, like an advocate. I'm no I, expert, just support it. All your job happiness, I support it. That's what I, I'm here for. I do too. I love that. And I love talking to you because a lot of times when people talk to Nicole or other, like, well, you guys are in this, like, you know, I can't be in, in space all the like time. That. Yeah. yeah and, <laughs> and we're not. I mean, we're definitely not in a Zen space, but, you know, we're in a small business and it's just a lot different than what a lot of people experience day to day. So, yeah. real world advice over here. 
Yeah, exactly. All right. So why don't you finish us with a shout out? Yeah, so I'm gonna shout out my sister, Kiara. Um, I call her Gina because I feel like we have a Martin and Gina relationship from that 90s sitcom. So I love her so much, but she works on my nerves sometimes. But Gina, yeah, she's my favorite. She just moved to California. And I'm so excited for her in this new journey. And I just admire her so much in the way that she's taking a leap and following what makes her happy. So I'm really excited for her and proud of her. So that's my shout of the week. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I'll put a picture of both of us in the show notes so people can see who's the cuter twin. I'll go ahead and say it's me, but (laughs) I'm just kidding. She's a gorgeous. Yeah, a big part of who I am is my family and my sister. Oh, I love that. That is so sweet. Yeah. (laughs) It says a lot. Lots of feel goods. Yeah. Well, I just want to thank you so much for taking the time to be here and share your knowledge and all of that with our listeners. Of course. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I'm really so glad we connected and I can't wait for August 10th. So I'm really excited for that and for people to keep being engaged and finding the spark in their life. I'm really excited for this. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Spark. If you have a few extra minutes, please do an act of kindness and leave us a review on iTunes and share this podcast with your friends because it really, really helps us out. You can find the show notes and blog posts at AngelaWagnerCoaching.com. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Coach A. Wags. Remember this week to take the time to give thanks, raise a glass, and discover what it is that sparks you.